Welcome to Team Talk, Navigating Teen Challenging Behavior. I am Pei Yi. I'm a parenting and teen challenging behavior specialist at Rainbow Parenting Practice. Over the last 30 years, I've worked with children, teenagers, and then families with various complex needs across different settings. But it is my personal story being a troubled teenager that led me to the creation of my innovative parenting method, Thriving Together Parenting Method. It can help you and your team to have a more loving, respect-driven relationship and the happiness and harmony in your family home in 90 days, no matter what challenging behavior it is, how challenging it has been, and for however long your family has been in a difficult place. Many families came to me when they were in crisis or at breaking point. My TTP method is the secret to their transformative family lives. It can be yours too. I am thrilled for you to be here. And that possibly means you are a successful but stressed out parent who is managing a very demanding job but struggling to know what to do and how to help your troubled teen who is stuck in patterns of challenging behavior. You're fed up with trying everything, but nothing works. You're looking for solutions yesterday and are determined to do whatever it takes to help your teen and family thrive. At Teen Talk, Navigating Teen Challenging Behavior, I will share all the insights I've learned from working with families and their teenagers over the years. I will not hold back. Let's dive in. Are you curious about what we're talking about today? Yes, I don't know what we're talking about yet. So I don't know what we're talking about today either. I think the audience might be very interested in talk. It will be curious about what we are talking about today. And remember, we, we spoke about how things are going to be unscripted and you'll be really raw material. And we're going to stay with that throughout all this season. But I've got mm-hmm. something really good today. I bought this set of cards, right? It's called, can you see? Right. It's called Helping Teenagers Talk About Their Lives. And this is a resource for supporting teenagers through mm-hmm. meaningful conversations. And I thought, and this is done by Margot Sunderland. I'm not selling her stuff, but I just, you know, found this, this set of cards really, really useful. So I thought mm-hmm. what we can do is to just use this deck of cards, right? And then we'll draw the cards and then whatever we draw, we'll talk about that today. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Right. Let me just give it a shuffle and then, okay. Right. Let's see. What is it we are talking about today? Why is it so difficult? There's so many things. I'm really sorry. I'm going to do, I'm just going to be like really, and I was like, now I made a mess of the cards, the deck of the cards. Ah, right. Okay, so I'm just going to like, and I'll choose this one. Well, this looks like a very, very dark card, Bell. Oh God, what is it? It's, can you see? Uh, can't I can't really, really see, right? Read it, but I can see right. it. So this yes. is the card about depression, depressed. <clears throat> wow, it's interesting. Shall we talk about this? I don't yeah. have a choice not to talk about this. No, we don't have a choice. I think we're going to draw a card, so we'll talk about this. Okay. Right, so depressed. What, what are your thoughts? Because I do know, you know, for the past 
how many years, 10 years, 15 years that I've been working with teenagers mm. and their families, there has been an increasing concern of teenagers' mental health and not along yeah. the situation with COVID. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I've what seen you, that what a you, lot as well. Yeah. <clears throat> it is quite concerning. But what what are your thoughts on the, the depressed, feeling depressed and depre- depression? Um... I think that, I think in COVID times, I mm-hmm. think it was very common. Mm-mm. I think even I would say I I did experience it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of some of my friends um experienced it because you were sort of stuck indoors, and you know if you already had some sort of anxieties or issues and things. And then you were then bitten in the environment where you were growing up indoors, no one to really talk to apart from your parents or siblings. And you were just on Zoom calls and stuff. So I think it's not a good, it wasn't a good environment. Like it is a hard environment to not feel down about, but let alone if you were already vulnerable to feeling like low or like feeling anxious and all these sorts of things. I think it's very like, you know, it makes sense why a lot of people were experiencing that. Mm-mm. It is quite difficult, isn't it? And if we just speak about COVID itself, like you said, mm. that environment, you're we're all isolating, and then only the only means to be with your friends is through social media. Yeah, and then but now let's go back a little bit, Bail, and you talk about this is something you experienced, you know, through mm-hmm. that period of time. Mm-hmm. How did you know this is how you're feeling? How did you know you're feeling depressed? Well, like... I didn't, obviously, I didn't know mm-hmm. until probably afterwards. Like, you look back and you realise, oh, like, I actually was. Um, but, um, I mean, obviously, like, my parents kind of knew and were worried about me, but you only you only know when you come out of it a lot of the time Mm -hmm. especially when like you don't have people around you you don't have those support lines to really like talk to you about it and validate you with it and make you feel better sort of thing or help you with it so Mm -mm. um yeah I mean I didn't I didn't really know but yeah do you think that young people like teenagers know about this in terms of I definitely know I think because of social media, I do think teenagers are aware, especially nowadays when there's so much awareness about it. Mm-hmm. I think teenagers are aware of these things, but whether they can regulate, because you do have, whether they can regulate what is and what isn't, or if they actually are feeling it, or like, you know what I mean? It's hard to sort of know that, I would say. Mm-mm. like I think a lot of people struggle a lot even mm-hmm. believing and actually admitting to themselves okay maybe I actually am depressed or it could be the other way where people might think they are depressed when mm-hmm. actually they're just experiencing being low and stuff being a teenager and there's all these sorts of things yeah that's a really good point actually because <clears throat> you know what even myself be like oh I'm depressed but <sighs> am I really yeah. depressed do you know we all, be... yeah, we all do that though 
yeah absolutely so. but then it's you know being like you said being and we talked about this last week being a teenager is really really challenging because you're going through a lot right and mm-hmm. I, I remember this person who's like marco is it marco wardo yeah he's a psychotherapist mm-hmm. she's a psychotherapist and she talked about how this phase of life is really the most challenging family uh, life cycle for a person yeah. mm-hmm. and that just shows how much how difficult it is being a teenager yeah. and then I'm thinking about all those feelings if those feelings have no places to go or you don't really know how you're feeling mm-hmm. it's gonna man- manifest itself it's gonna yeah. make us feel you know emotionally yeah. unwell and mm-hmm. depressed but then mm-hmm. my next question is I never I I don't I didn't go to school in Scotland here I went mm-hmm. to Taiwan uh, school in Taiwan and back then yeah. I don't think young people knew about what depression was and in Mm. my era right any mental health challenges a young person had in my country was seen as crazy Mm. yeah I don't know if you heard this and Uh that was really yeah so Mm -hmm. it was a different era and I think maybe back then there's a lot of young people were depressed too Mm you know so but that comes back to my question is in that back then, in the school, because depression, the mental health things wasn't taught about, talk about, or weren't, we weren't taught about that in school, right? And I wonder if that is what's happening in school in Scotland. Do they talk about <clears throat> mental health? Do they talk about depression, low mood, and all, all these things in school? Um, I'm not sure. They, they talk about... Mm they do talk about feelings but I'm not sure if they really talk about depression mm-hmm. and these sorts of things because I think it would be a hard thing or like almost you wouldn't know how to go about that or I don't know mm-hmm. but there is I think on social media there's a lot of awareness of it good and bad I would mm-hmm. say there's mm-hmm. a lot of awareness of it I mean <clears throat> I know that in the past with my sister's generation like there was tumblr and a lot of people would openly post a lot about their depression their experience of depression in a bad in quite a bad way mm-hmm. um on tumblr so i know that affected a lot of people but i obviously i was young and i didn't know about so that. what did they do on tumblr so i don't even know what tumblr was <laughs> yes yeah, so basically tumblr there was a lot of like um posts like it was sort of glamour a lot of mainly girls mainly girls it was very like glamorizing and romanticizing their depression and all these sorts Mm. of things and I think social media has given a platform for depression to be Mm glamorized and like for issues to be glamorized less so now but Mm -hmm. I think it actually did actually peak in 2020 because probably because a lot of people were feeling like that but also because everyone was on their phones so it just sort of escalated but um yeah I mean I I don't think schools I guess it depends what school you go to I mean personally in my experience my school Mm -hmm. hasn't really talked about depression and stuff but I know that there is you know there's a school counsellor and stuff that's a good school counsellor and there's all these sort of there is spaces Mm -hmm. to get help basically and I know people use it because um, I don't know I just wish people use it so Mm-mm. yeah that's really good because I suppose being able <clears throat> to talk about the feelings are important 
Yeah. And if there is a support and resources in school, allow the the teenagers to talk about that. Mm. That helps a lot because sometimes you don't always want to talk to your parents. I know I didn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. So, Um, so, I have a question for you. Like, do you think, because you were saying that growing up, your generation didn't really talk, don't even really know what depression was and it was seen as crazy and stuff. Yeah. Do you think that's why a lot of parents, even if they've, if even if they've sort of been educated and know what it is now, do you think that's why a lot of parents struggle to validate their child's feelings or or maybe it brings up a hard place for them if their child's feeling a certain sort of way. Maybe it can be hard for them because they've grown up, you know, with this stigma around it and now their child's feeling it and they might not even believe it. So. That's a very, very good question, Bam. You put me on the spot. <laughs> no, but I suppose there's a combination of reasons here, isn't it? Like you say, that if in Asia, oh, I'm just thinking about the context in Asia, and I have to clarify, it's so much better now, right? Yeah. We're teaching children about mental health and how they can get access <laughs> for support. And it's been a big priority in, in Taiwan about this. And I know that. So. Yes. But we're talking about 30 years back. And I mean, I do believe there's still parents who are struggling yeah. with understanding what depression really <clears throat> means and why my teenagers going through this and what does mm-hmm. that mean for them, for me as a parent and yeah. for us as a family. And then there's definitely be about the, like you say, the stigma is, mm-hmm. you know, well, I'm so successful or, or I'm this. And then my <clears throat> child is struggling. What does that yeah. mean? How are other people going to see me and see my child? Yeah. And I think, yes, I'm really promoting inclusion and, and diversity and everything that's in my values. Yeah. However, when your personal values and expectation and how you were brought up, they, it all come into play in this. Yeah, of course. How you see things. I yeah. could be saying like, right, you know what? Mm-hmm. One day when I have a child, when I have a teenager, I'm going to be X, Y, Z kind of mom. Yeah. But when yeah. I'm actually mom myself, I'll be like, oh God. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everything I learned will probably be out of the door because this is yeah. my own child. Right. Yeah. So that part could be a challenge for parents. However, though, I have to say my experience of the working with parents for the past 30, mm. 20 years, I think the parents are mostly very receptive of the support and they want the support mm. for their teenagers they want to yeah. know how i can help my teenagers feel better yeah, of not to stuck in be in bed or be in their own room all the time they want to do something the the frustration is more the helplessness is more about how can i help and what resources out there can i find to help my teenager yeah and there's less about oh what people are going to see me about this that's what Mm -hmm. I know I've seen quite a lot Mm -hmm. so I think it is that part the parents are struggling in terms of so I don't know what what are your thoughts see when you're going through that period of like you know COVID and like feeling depressed what helped who helped you um I think well, the main thing that helped was when COVID sort of started to relax and I did just naturally start doing more. And then obviously it was so bad for a while, but it just slowly sort of got better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, that probably is what helps the most. Um, but I would say, uh, I'm not really sure. I think mm-hmm. my my family, my dad, and my family were quite talked to me about it, and they did support me a lot. And um, my mum. Actually, my mum got me a therapist, which helped mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wasn't a very good therapist. But <laughs> she helped me. <laughs> but yeah. So having a th- so what I'm hearing is having a therapist to talk to will be helpful. But it's really yeah. important that therapies speak your language and is a good fit for you. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, I'm really surprised and impressed that you're open to therapy. Mm, yeah, because I, I don't. Mm. It's not something that I wouldn't say it really like properly worked for me. But I think I I started it at the stage where I was sort of it was lockdown was breaking up a bit, mm. and I was seeing people, and I think it was more like I'd say it's more just having some validation on how you're feeling mm. I I would say I would say actually that's probably what helped the most if you like put it down to the bottom of it like validation on how you're feeling and then from there you can sort of hear okay I actually am feeling like this okay how do I work to not feel like this anymore but mm. like when you're in that stage of not having that validation when you're a teenager like, you can't really it's hard to give yourself that validation you don't know anything so Mm-mm. you know when you're feeling sort of like like that and you can't even say to yourself you know I actually do feel depressed or I do feel this Mm-mm. like then how do you even start to get better without unless you just ignore it and move on which Mm-mm. you can't do but unless when things get better you just push it under the rug like to actually sort it out and to actually feel Mm-mm. better you have to sort of admit that and get validation on that so I guess that's what therapy helped with so mm-hmm. maybe yeah but that can come from parents or friends or I don't know Mm-mm. I am an advocate for therapy mm. bail right but there is a for me as a professional there's always a context to it mm. as to when do you access therapy for what reason yeah. Yeah. and who is the people around you that can support you through accessing therapy Mm-hmm. so and this is one thing one curiosity I have is and it's is the parents challenges as well because they don't their teenagers don't talk to them yeah and there are many reasons why they are not talking yeah. to the parents yeah of course but I want to know from your perspective uh, you don't necessarily have to talk about your experience <clears throat> you can use your think about your friends what are some of the the challenges or the barriers for the teenagers want to share their feelings or talk about things with their parents okay so from a general perspective from like me and my friends and everyone Mm. I think there's so many different reasons depending on like the dynamic like the type of parents and type of family it is I know that my friends are very strict families Mm -hmm. like um it's n- not as much now, but when they were like 14, like prime teenage age, they found it hard to talk to their parents about these things. Um, whether it's like 
uh, whether it's because the parents just don't really understand it or just kind of want them to just feel better and start, you know, not doing that and just, you know, get off. Giving them advice. <laughs> yeah, like not advice. And, or it can be, I know that for a lot of people, when they talk about their issues with their parents, even if their parents are very open in person, sometimes I feel it can almost maybe trigger a parent a bit. And even if a parent is doing their best, like there can be some sort of conflict there because of it. And I think when you're a teenager, you pick up on things so much. Mm-hmm. So, and also just the fact of being a teenager, like you don't really want to talk to your parents about these sorts of things. Or maybe a lot of teenagers have arguments with their parents and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's going on at the same time. So maybe teenagers sort of just feel, I can't talk to my mum about this because we're not in a good place right now. Mm-hmm. And like, even if that's not really preventable, like maybe that's the point where you get other help for your teenager because any helps, you know, maybe it might hurt their parents' ego that they're not coming to them for help, but maybe that's what they need. Mm. But I don't know. Just from that's, general, from what I can think of. That's really insightful, Beth. <clears throat> and that, that I think a lot of it is also the parents' experience as well. Like, you know, what you just say, if I say something, it could trigger the parents and the yeah. conversation totally went totally a different way. Or it yeah. could be about, you know, yeah, don't just don't do that. Yeah. You know? And rather than validating, oh, this is how you're feeling. Let's think about this a bit more, all of that. And the parents yeah. experience this too. And yeah. I suppose my... I am thinking about what would help though, because, you know, when you are feeling depressed, mm-hmm. and when you have all these feelings, you do need to have someone to speak to. And mm-hmm. not every family will have the resources and or the financial mm-hmm. means no, to access a therapy. Mm-hmm. A therapist, yeah. actually. Access therapy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the NH is really hard because I know some people that went through the NHS and mm-hmm. CAMS and things and like although it's good I think it was a hard experience and like it's hard to sort of I don't I've, I know that a lot of people have said that it wasn't very validating either mm-hmm. so I don't know I think it's such a hard thing to do isn't it it really know? is hard because I mean you... that's what I would want to ask you like mm-hmm. what would you say if you had a child and they were experiencing this, like, what would be your steps of them, like, to help them? Mm-mm. Well, my stand and values have always been, you know, when I work with the families, I always want the parents to be in the position is that they are always the first person people, their teenager, want to come and speak to them about. Yeah, of course. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I know the teenagers... Once you say, if you say something, mom, I took, a, I smoked marijuana over the weekend with my pals. <sighs> the first thing is like, what? Yeah. Know? And then you only need that one, what? Your child will never come and speak to you again. Yeah. Right. And then it just, it just escalates, de- deteriorates from yeah. there. But I'm yeah. still in the view is parents are important. They are the most yeah. influential people in the teenager's life. Yes. Yeah. You want to spend time with your friends, but they always come back to you for guidance and stuff. So I always want the parents to be that people that their young person can come and speak with. What will happen though, Bale? You say if you go for a therapy, so if a young person go for therapy, right? And talk about how depressed I am, things are really difficult at home, or 
school is difficult and being experiencing bullying and all these things. But then when they go back to their family home life, she still or he still can talk to his families and parents mm. about the challenges. Mm. Things are not going to get changed. Right, mm-hmm. you'll just be in the cycle of I feel bully, I feel depressed. So the parents need to be supported to be in the position to be able to speak to their children, to their teenagers, yeah. and allow the teenager open that opportunity for the teenagers to be able to trust the parents. Mm-hmm. Go, you know what? I can talk about the darkest thoughts I have, or the mm-hmm. worst mistakes I made. My mm-hmm. parents are still listening and trying mm-hmm. to understand and help me through this instead mm-hmm. of what? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. like, that's not true. You shouldn't have done that. You should have known better. So these mm-hmm. are the things parents can easily do. And it's mm-hmm. understandable because life is stressful. Thinking mm-hmm. about you have to work and then parent and then there's other extended family stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, but that's what I would have always do is to support the parents to how to stay connected with their children's feeling, being able to speak about things and be open-minded about what they bring. And I think I spoke about this last time is be curious. Don't jump into, don't do that or do this. Be curious about their experience. So then you are best placed as parents to be able to help the teenagers with yeah. their feelings or mm-hmm. the low mood and depression mm-hmm. side of things and then yeah. I think what I would definitely what you say earlier is really helpful because when you are feeling depressed you have no motivation mm. to do anything and that's the main part of it yeah. isn't it mm. and then you also talk about it's only when you are out of the situation then you reflect on it then you think okay actually I was probably a bit depressed because Mm. of the life circumstances Mm -hmm. right so on this note before I move on to talk about how you know what other steps can help I'm just curious about how what are the signs if you notice afterwards on your reflection that you you actually think I was actually depressed (coughs) because I think this will help the teenagers and the parents to know what the signs they can look for I think yeah, the main thing is just feeling so unmotivated, mm-hmm. you know, not really being able to leave your bed. Sorry. <coughs> oh, still. It's okay. Um, not really being able to leave your bed. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Bell's got cold. <laughs> it's okay. <coughs> You're going to have to cut this. It's fine. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Okay, will you be able to cut that when you? Yeah. But do I so, want to cut it? I don't want to cut it, Belle. I've just had a full cut. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to cut it. Yeah, I will cut it. It's fine. Mm-mm. I think <sighs> I can cut it. I'm not sure I can cut it. Maybe I can cut it. I hope if you I can, can cut, cut it. People will be watching this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's fine. Mm-mm. Um. What so was you? Again, the science science how did you <laughs> reflect it on the science and thinking oh I'm feeling I was feeling a bit depressed mm-hmm. yeah all right okay okay so um the signs I when I look back I realized well I knew at the time but when I sort of confirmed I was like you know I 100% was depressed 
was I was unmotivated. I didn't really look after myself properly, mentally and physically. Um, I sort of would shut people out mm-hmm. a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Like if even if my friends did ask to see me quite often, I'd be like, no, like I wouldn't mm-hmm. go out. Um, even though that's what would have made me feel better, but you know, you don't understand it. Mm-mm. Um, I think you get a lot of anxiety that comes with depression as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of insecurities, like a lot comes with depression. It's not just the feeling of being sad. Mm-mm. Um, and when I started to feel really low, I think that was what made me realize, okay, you know, like, you know, that was valid. Like I did actually feel like that. Mm-mm. Um, so I guess from a parent's perspective, like, if you've noticed your child's lost a lot of confidence mm-hmm. and and is not doing much, is feeling very unmotivated and maybe isn't engaged with anything, mm-hmm. I would say that, you know, you have to sort of step in at that point. Yeah, because that's an indication <clears throat> actually your child, your teenager is struggling. Mm-mm. And yeah. that, those are really big signs to look out for thank you bail you know like losing interest in things and auto unmotivated and then not wanting to look after yourself physically everything become a drag or a big thing you just yeah. want to stay in bed in your bedroom all the time and you probably yeah. be quite irritable grumpy or want to sleep all day and you can feel like like you say talk about losing confidence yeah. Sort of thing you feel guilty or like oh I'm so worthless I can't even do this you know and yeah and these are really big things to <clears throat> to feel you know <clears throat> so hopefully yeah. the signs you talk about that can help the parents and the teenager to to pay more attention to their emotional well-being and I <clears throat> think what we often forget is I tell this to the parents all the time do you know when you have a broken bone uh-huh. Like if you have a fracture, if I broke my hand and I wear a cast, is it a cast? It's a cast, isn't mm. it? It's easy to see, right? It will probably yeah. take six months and three months for this to, to heal. But mm-hmm. then people can see this is a physical pain, right? And yeah. people tend to be mm. more understanding of, oh, he's got a, she's got a broken hand. Let me help her with this and this. But yeah. when it's emotional pain and emotional challenging turmoil I think people tend to struggle like a little bit more because you can't see it no right? and I think that sometimes when the parents struggle as well it's like he's just being she's just being lazy you know I've yeah. seen she's never been like this and yeah. she's just xyz but that's the things I think is for parents to 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 remember is like the emotional the invisible emotional side of things is something we need to pay attention to a bit more yeah Mm-mm. and I also think like parents could easily sort of think you know if it's their first teenager if they've never had that experience before they could just think oh you know this is just them being a teenager like they're mm-hmm. just being like this just because they're being a teenager and writing off like that so you know maybe if parents are the sort of parents that are engaged and are paying a lot of attention to how their teenagers are feeling then that would prevent that as well yeah because you want somebody to be there for you aren't you like knowing what you're going through although I mean teenagers probably will struggle to explain 
what I'm going through, what they are going through, but being yeah. there. And like you said earlier, validating what their experiences and feelings are, are yeah. really important. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, then I suppose <laughs> there's a bit I haven't said is about how the parents can help apart uh-huh. from being open-minded and speak to them. <clears throat> and I suppose it's also about setting small goals, isn't it? And I suppose one thing to mention is, depression could be situational mm-hmm. you know it could be like a COVID-19 it hit everybody life circumstances changed and that is situational and there are things you can do to work through that process but there's yeah. also you know the side of the the chemical in your brain which you might yeah. require some medication for that and then yeah. you have to go to your GP for it but regardless what is causing the depression I think it's setting like small <clears throat> fun activities to do realistic expectation can be really helpful for parents yeah apart from talking even it's just like three minutes sit in the garden having a hot chocolate yeah I agree I Um, honestly think like when you do feel depressed those like small moments mm -hmm. have so much more impact on you like one good conversation like like every because your whole world is just like awful and everything's just unmotivated and you're unengaged in everything and everything is just so like flatlining but Mm. when someone does actually you know pull you out of that a bit even if you're reluctant about it like I think it genuinely that's a good point like I think that would be so impactful I think yeah like it's small things small steps and achievable steps yeah you know but then Mm. again like you say really important to have someone they can speak to if it's not the parents right now who else can the young person, the teenagers, speak to to talk yeah. about these feelings? Yeah. That's yeah. really insightful, Belle. This is such a good <sighs> conversation. I hope the audience enjoy <laughs> our conversation. Of course, there's a lot of resources online that yeah, fam- uh, the, 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 the teenagers and the families can access to. So, But I suppose to, we'll always end this with a curiosity. Mm-hmm. Remember? From a teenager's perspective, how, what sort of things you would like parents to be more curious about when it comes to yeah. depression? Um, I would say, um, I think parents should be more curious about if their teenager has depression, or even if the teenager doesn't have depression. I think teen parents should be curious to learn and sort of validate the signs of it and it's as simple as you know when your teenager is showing signs of that Mm -hmm. even if it isn't depression even if they just feel sad like it's as simple as that they don't have to you know don't make them feel like they have to be at their worst to be listened to as well Mm -hmm. so just I think the most important thing is just to validate how they're feeling and like you said, Mm-mm. take them out of it a bit and do activities and that sort of thing. And, yeah. Excellent. Thank you, Belle. I have one curiosity today, but not for the parents, for the teenagers. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> let me think about There's so many in my head. I need to decide <laughs> one. That's why it's just challenging. I suppose one curious curiosity I have for the teenagers is when you are feeling depressed, when mm. your families are there around you to support you, I suppose it's been 
curious about what they are offered to you. Yeah. Right. Instead of just no, not doing that. You don't understand. Yeah. You don't do this. And yeah. if they don't understand, if they say that you think they don't understand, help them understand. Yeah. That's really important mutual process. We are encouraging the parents to be curious about the feelings, you know, the depression and the, what teenagers thinking. But at the same time, I want to encourage the teenager to be curious about where the parents are coming from. You yeah. know, if they say, why don't you try this? Where is what what? what can we be curious about you know yeah. it's from a good place but if you the teenagers could be open-minded and be curious about what's been offered by the parents that might open up a lot of possibilities and opportunities to help them in to feel better in many different yeah. ways yeah i wow. agree i really love what i just said <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, but this is really, really, really good. I really enjoyed it. And, and thank you, Belle, for sharing your own personal story. Now I have yeah. to go back to reflect to see if I was depressed as a teenager 13 <laughs> years ago, not knowing what I know. Uh-huh. Um, but thank you today. I no problem. We'll speak soon. Thank you to everyone at home or on the go for listening. If you find this show helpful, please hit that follow or subscribe button. It does wonders for the show, so more people can find Team Talk Navigating Team Challenging Behavior organically. If you have any questions about anything we talk about, please drop me a line at payee at teamtalkpod.com. That is P-E-I hyphen I at teamtalkpod.com hot.com i read every email i get i read every email i get whether that's an episode idea a guest recommendation or just a simple note about how the show has impacted you i'd love to hear from you i am Yi, and i'll see you on the next episode